Good morning and welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I am Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. Hope you're doing well on this great morning. It is day 703 of our three-year journey through the Word of God together. We come to Isaiah 24, and you can see the header there provided by the ESV translators to title this section, Judgment on the Whole Earth. We've been going through a series of judgments against all the different nations, and now it comes to culmination in the great day of judgment that is coming on all the earth. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, your name alone is great. You are the creator, you are the sustainer, and you are the judge of the whole creation. Everything was made by you, everything depends on you, and everything and everyone is accountable to you. This is the truth. Our culture denies it and lives as if it's not real and categorizes it as just religion for religious people, but it is the truth which undergirds all of reality. Help us to believe it and teach us and write this truth deep in our souls as we look at Isaiah 24 together this morning. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Isaiah 24. Behold, the Lord will empty the earth and make it desolate, and he will twist its surface and scatter its inhabitants. And it shall be, as with the people, so with the priest, as with the slave, so with the master, as with the maid, so with her mistress, as with the buyer, so with the seller, as with the lender, so with the borrower, as with the creditor, so with the debtor. The earth shall be utterly empty and utterly plundered, for the Lord has spoken this word. The earth mourns and withers. The world languishes and withers. The highest of the earth languish. The earth lies defiled under its inhabitants, for they have transgressed the laws, violated the statutes, broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore, a curse devours the earth, and its inhabitants suffer for their guilt. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are scorched, and few men are left. The wine mourns, the vine languishes, and the merry-hearted sigh. The mirth of the tambourines is stilled, the noise of the jubilant has ceased, the mirth of the lyre is stilled. No more do they drink wine with singing, strong drink is bitter to those who drink it. The wasted city is broken down, every house is shut up so that none can enter. There is an outcry in the streets for lack of wine. All joy has grown dark, the gladness of the earth is banished, desolation is left in the city. The gates are battered into ruins, for thus it shall be in the midst of the earth among the nations, as when an olive tree is beaten, as at the gleaning when the grape harvest is done. They lift up their voices, they sing for joy over the majesty of the Lord. They shout from the west. Therefore in the east give glory to the Lord. In the coastlands of the sea give glory to the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. From the ends of the earth we hear songs of praise, of glory to the righteous one. But I say, I waste away, I waste away. Woe is me, for the traitors have betrayed. With betrayal the traitors have betrayed. Terror 
and the pit and the snare are upon you, O inhabitant of the earth. He who flees at the sound of the terror shall fall into the pit, and he who climbs out of the pit shall be caught in the snare, for the windows of heaven are opened, and the fountains of the earth tremble. The earth is utterly broken, the earth is split apart, the earth is violently shaken, the earth staggers like a drunken man, it sways like a hut, its transgression lies heavy upon it, and it falls and will not rise again. On that day the Lord will punish the host of heaven in heaven and the kings of the earth on the earth. They will be gathered together as prisoners in a pit, they will be shut up in a prison, and after many days they will be punished. Then the moon will be confounded and the sun ashamed, for the Lord of hosts reigns on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, and his glory will be before his elders. This, this is the great day of judgment that is being prophesied here in Isaiah 24. And this is where the whole world is heading. And we're told exactly why. Let's start with why it is that the whole world is going to be brought into this kind of judgment. The why is given to us starting in verse 4. The earth mourns and withers, the world languishes and withers, the highest of the people of the earth languish. The earth lies defiled under its inhabitants, for they have transgressed the laws, violated the statutes, broken the everlasting covenant, therefore a curse devours the earth and its inhabitants suffer for their guilt. There is a moral order that is woven into the very fabric of creation. The world runs according to God's eternal and just decrees and design. Actions have consequences. You reap what you sow. You should be obedient to the Lord's creation, design, and intended purpose. When you rebel against that, you suffer. People brought sin into the world when Adam and Eve listened to the serpent and betrayed God, committed cosmic treason. The betrayer has betrayed. And ever since then, we have been traitors. We, human beings, made in God's image. We're the only ones in all of creation made in God's image, which means we have the capacity to reflect the very character of God in a way that a dog or an oak tree or a rhinoceros or a grasshopper can't do because they're not created with knowledge and righteousness and holiness and in the fear of the Lord. They, they have their creational purpose, they do what God designed them to do, but they weren't made in the image of God as we were. And yet we who bear the image of God, we are the ones who've turned traitor. We're the ones who've committed cosmic treason against God. And we have defiled the earth because we are the vice regents, the steward sovereigns over the world. We've given stewardship management of the earth. We have defiled the earth. We destroy, we consume, we are selfish, we are wasteful, we are wicked. We violate God's natural law and we violate God's natural world. And for that, we are all guilty. All of us. And the opening verses, going back to those for a minute, verses 1 to 3, tell us that this is 
absolutely universal. There will come a day of judgment when everyone on the face of the earth will face God's judgment. He's going to empty the earth and make it desolate. People and priest, slave and master, maid and mistress, buyer and seller, lender and borrower, creditor and debtor. What it's saying is rich, poor, middle class, whatever your role in life or society is, you are guilty, you are accountable to God, and you will be judged on judgment day. See, prior to this, we got like, okay, Babylon's going to be judged, and Assyria's going to be judged, and Egypt and Cush are going to be judged, and the Philistines are going to be judged, and Tyre is going to be judged. But now it's just, look, everybody in the whole world, because we're all guilty. We've all betrayed God. We've all committed cosmic treason. We've all defiled the earth through our violations of natural law and of God's moral order. We are guilty and we are accountable. The only way to escape this is to have our sins atoned for. The only way to escape this is to have a Redeemer who can ransom us out of this judgment because we all deserve it. And the day that's coming is going to be absolutely dark and tragic and horrible. As when an olive tree is beaten, verse 13 says, as at the cleaning, when the grape harvest is due, they will be given up to God. However, however, there will be those throughout the world who will give glory to God because when the Lord comes to judge the world, he will also be coming to rescue his redeemed and ransomed ones. I said the only way to escape this is to be redeemed from our sin and ransomed out of the judgment of God. Well, if you have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ, by his death and resurrection in your place, if you are in Christ and Christ is in you, then when Christ comes, you will be found to be his own. And you can be one of those who sing for joy, as verse 14 says, who give glory to the Lord. Even from the ends of the earth, there are songs of praise, of glory to the righteous one. This is, this is the gospel truth that will be universally present right alongside this worldwide judgment. Just as all people throughout the whole earth are guilty of defiling God's creation and of treason against the holy king of the universe, so there are people of God in every corner of the world, in the east, in the coastlands, in the ends of the earth, there are people who glorify God because they belong to God by grace, through faith in Jesus Christ, the Redeemer of God's elect. But even as we are rejoicing, we have to look around us and see, yeah, all of these traitors, all of these betrayers, the rest of humanity, they are going to be judged because the earth is utterly broken, verse 19. The earth staggers like a drunk man, verse 20. It falls and it will not rise again. And so what verse 21 says, all the authorities, the host of heaven, that's the satanic, demonic powers that rule over much of this world spiritually, 
Satan is called the God of this world or the God of this age, and he blinds the minds of unbelievers and he deceives the nations. And <clears throat> the the kings of the earth, the ones who, according to Psalm 2, they, they unite together against the Lord and against his anointed, they will be punished. On that day, the Lord will punish the host of heaven in heaven and the kings of the earth on the earth. They will be gathered together as prisoners in a pit. They'll be shut up in a prison. And after many days, they'll be punished. So this is, this is eternal language. This is like you're being locked away in prison. And even after many days, you're still going to be punished. And when the Lord comes, his glory will be so great. The final verse of chapter 24, verse 23. The glory of the Lord will be so great that the moon and the sun are going to be outshone and ashamed by the surpassing glory of the Lord. And that's why Revelation 21 tells us that in the new Jerusalem, on the new heavens and the new earth, there's no need for sun or moon because the Lamb will be in our midst as our lamp and the glory of the Lord will be our light. This day is coming. Brothers and sisters, this day is coming because Jesus is coming. This universal judgment of all the betrayal of humanity and the universal gathering of all of the people of God forever is coming. Are you eagerly waiting for that day? Are you praying and hoping and longing with everything in you for that day to come? Let's pray. Father, we live in a world that bears the marks of having been marred by rebels. And we confess that in our own hearts, we are rebellious. If it were not for Jesus, we would have no hope of being saved from the judgment to come because we deserve it as much as anyone. But you have had mercy on us, and we thank you for that. You have ransomed us, and we praise you for that. And we say, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Rid this world of the evil that pollutes it, and gather us home to yourself. We pray this, O Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks so much for joining me for Isaiah 24. I hope it's been a blessing to you. It certainly has to my heart. May the Lord bless you and keep you today. Have a blessed day in the Lord.